Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our shows, please write a review on the podcast's app. Also, share us with a friend. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by True South. Tonight, we'll read the Juno, a snoozecast original. In this story, an unexpected guest causes a stir aboard a tall ship bound for Antarctica. Told through journal entries written by the ship's fictional navigator, this tale is inspired by the Ross expedition. The voyage lasted from 1839 to 1843 and made substantial contributions to the fields of botany and zoology. It proved to be the final significant voyage of discovery, powered only by sail. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. The Journal of Navigator Robert Gray, September 9th, 1839. Stepping aboard the tall ship, docked in Kent's busy port, I spied upon the deck a trail of loose tobacco. Past mortars and soaring masts, I traced the winding strand to its creator, the ship's captain, his pea coat freshly pressed in buttons of gold beckoning. Wearing a defiant beard, 
lacking an ornate pipe with such reverence that he only took notice of my presence after I announced myself in his quarters. A stitch or two is an order for your pouch, unless, Captain, the price of tobacco unconcerns a man of your station. He did not waver from his task, but instead offered this reply. Presumption concerns me. And thus, I had introduced myself to Captain Whitney John Adams, officer of the British Royal Navy. His presence on this vessel hinted at the historic endeavor before us. Should there exist a range so inaccessible or islet so wild that would remain untrammeled by Adams, it has not yet been committed to the topographical record. But perhaps my levity had been misplaced. Thus it was, I resolved to, as if for the first time, make the captain's acquaintance. Commander Robert Gray, I said briskly, at Her Majesty's service. Captain Adams drew a match, struck it deftly and lit the tobacco packed in his pipe, made of whalebone, I noted. Courage, Commander, is the only trait I require of you on this expedition. Has the commander borne witness to the beauty of Apollo revealing a fractured horizon of frozen glass? Or transmuted the experience of sailing silently past blades of ice shearing from gnashing waves into thoughts, persistent, yea, weak in the light, though fearsome at night, whose presence inflicts repulsion and attraction upon one's consciousness in equal measure? Or stood in wonder amid a desolation so complete latitude ceases to exist? Moreover, hath the commander, unchallenged by terror, set a course, time and again, through ice, merciless, cruel, and unending? I affirmed I had not. Perhaps ye shall. The captain puffed on his pipe, thrice, using clipped breaths. We are two years sail away from landing on what shall be Her Majesty's southernmost shores. Are you acquainted with the Earth's extremities? Tis a perpetual tempest, and an equally storm-tossed crew shall be the Juno salvation. I assured him I was of able body. Adams lowered his pipe. Ice breaks bodies and hulls alike. A foreboding descended. Sensing that my employ on Adams's vessel may soon be nigh, urgently, I revealed an erstwhile assignment of some note. He then tapped his pipe, haltingly, in the Spartan quarters. My judgment, Commander.